I am Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. I can't even say my name right. Trent, Trent. Okay, let me do that. I am Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, and you are watching. What am I supposed to say? Okay. Get that look at me. Now we have. Uh, I can do it. I promise. This is it. This is it. Hi, I'm Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, and you are watching. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shia Carey from Shia Carey, and you're listening to Trent Talk, <laughs> your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent, Trent Reznor. Reznor. I can't even say his name right. <sighs> Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Uh, today we'll be discussing Halo 15, which is We're In This Together. <sighs> which is like a three CD set. It was never released in vinyl. Right. And it was only in European and Japanese markets. Yep. And it's, I think, nine total tracks, three of which... <laughs> are we're in this are, together. So we got to we got to really just listen <sighs> to that from every conceivable angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a Nine Inch Nails fanatic, a.k.a. Resner, then this podcast should be a fun repository of inside jokes and references. But if you're a Nine Inch newbie, uh, tune in as Shia and I, uh, Claire Dickerson, <laughs> listen to the music of Nine Inch Nails live and maybe learn a little something about ourselves along the way so yeah one of the first things i learned about halo 15 is like this is one of the rarer halos out there Mm. there was only a very limited pressing like i said no vinyl no nothing um and it said it's a a very coveted item for nine inch nails collectors Uh, which i like to say i like to think that they are nymphomaniacs not bad pretty dumb no i I like it (laughs) nymphomaniacs nympho Get your information. And, uh, wait, hang on, what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I had, a, I had another riff. All right, it'll come back. Um, but yeah, oh, I, I, went on, I went on eBay, and apparently you can get the three CD set for $75, so I don't know how coveted that is. Right. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, if each CD is like in the ballpark of 30 bucks or whatever, it's, yeah, it's slightly yeah. more valuable than just a regular CD. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, this would be for the completionist who just wants to get every single Nine Inch Nails release. Mm-hmm. And this is again a point where I call into question why, like, what makes a Halo and what doesn't make a Halo, right. right? Because we have had like we've had like a VHS tape be a Halo, we've had this weird thing be a Halo. But then, um, Into the Void single is not a Halo, right? Yeah, there's so many things that didn't make a Halo, and then this is, right? I don't know, I don't know. but I guess it's like. Uh, I don't know. Trent sort of decides on his own. He is the creative auteur of Nine Inch Nails and the Halo verse. The Halo verse. Yeah, the, the Resner verse, as I prefer to call it. Um, <laughs> so, how are, you, how are you doing this week, Claire? I'm all right. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. also doing quite well. Our roomie just had a uh, quite fun birthday party. Oh, our roomie. Oh, you mean uh, one of the people in charge of the Ben View Network? Hey, hey, where conflict our pod- of interest. <laughs> like full disclosure. <laughs> Half of the Benview network lives in our garage. <laughs> and now that's out there. Cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. Um, oh, yeah. I want to give a quick thanks to the people at Extra Damage. If you remember last week, we yeah. we played their cute little ad. Yeah. And um, they uh, returned the favor by pu- pumping, and like even more so, they actually did their own take on a, what an ad for us might sound like, because we're lazy and terrible and have not made an ad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thanks. Well, and I think they do live ads in general. So uh, I hope I'm saying their names right. Thanks to um, Jesse! <laughs> and Josh. How do you say that name? Josh? Yeah, we'll come back to this. Jesse, if you could just let us know how to say his name, we would really appreciate it. Jesse! <laughs> 
So yeah, thank you for that. That was really cool. Yeah, and if you if you guys are into nine inch nails, we'll we'll be in some conversations and uh, see what we can come up with. Yeah. Um, yes. Also, thanks to Prince Aaron, um, who I think just put out the, the second, second half. Segment. Yeah, of our yeah. of our conversation about you talking you two to me. We're just everywhere this week. Everywhere. We want to be everywhere. We want to talk about everything in the world. In the world. Um, yeah, so uh, tune in to do the podcast preview yeah, for that conversation. It it's pretty good. I don't say anything of relevance, but I giggle a lot. Well, neither so. of us really do. I mean, you ramble a lot. But I mean, it didn't occur. the inception-like nature of it didn't occur to me until after. It was like, so we're hosts of a podcast going on to another podcast to discuss a third podcast, which is about a band. Yeah. So it's almost like a House of Leaves thing. It's like a book about a book about a movie that doesn't exist. Listen to this guy bringing up House of Leaves. I ain't never read House of Leaves. I know. But it's, <laughs> I, I appreciate the meta concept I do. Yep, of yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I'm just picking on you because I've read it five times. Nice. All right, can we talk about this album? Yes, please. <laughs> Let's um, just get this shit <laughs> So, yeah, this is part one, three tracks, starting with... I believe the original mix of We're In This Together Now. Yeah. All so, seven minutes. Yeah, and, and it's, it's got the, the, it's not the radio trimmed version. This no. is the full on. The full on. Every little buzz and blink. Yep. Let's do it. Oh, right. I'll ask you right off the top. Since this is like a completionist collector's edition, is this going to be worse than fixed? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Upon listening, I don't think it's as bad. Still not a compelling reason to own it. No, I don't think so. Oh, we could talk about the music video to wearing this together. I think we already did. Did we? Yeah. Everyone's in black pajamas running around? I don't think we got that far, but... Okay. I don't think we talked about the pajamas. <laughs> yeah, I mean... How's it hold up on, What's like, it? a fifth listen? What's there to say about this song that hasn't already been said? Um. Oh, I might have had a note. Nope. I have nothing. Oh, the Fragile Journals. Did you know about this? Please, tell me. Um, fuck. I closed my tab. <laughs> so, apparently, when... Apparently, when they were making the Fragile, there were some proje- pr- production journals. Ah. They originally run in .com, but now they're on 9inchnails.tumblr.com. Um, but there's one specifically about we're in this together. Oh, right. The music video, perhaps? No, wait. No, um, no. I was thinking of The Day the World Went Away. You keep thinking about The Day the World Went Away. I know. I do. I'm stuck there. Um, so here's what it says. From 6 dollars Endless revisions. TR decides to restructure the entire intro to we're in this together due to emotional difficulties he's having with the feel of it. Four hours later, they have meticulously sculpted something that just feels better. Well, it sounds like something falling apart, but it fits. I wonder what happens to all those parts they don't use. The mood of the studio is edgy and a bit uncomfortable, I believe, because the track demands it. TR has explained the desperation involved and the feeling that should be conveyed through the performance, and he has become that mood. The chorus is sung about 20 times, and I swear I can hear something tearing loose in his throat. Indian food? (laughs) (laughs) Is that that what's tearing loose? Shitty, right? More vocals, but no sound comes out. 
Time to watch Crash for the third time this week. We plow ahead. That's and I don't know if this is like him writing in the third person. Uh, yeah, who is authoring I don't these? know. Are they apocryphal? Um, <laughs> it, it might be Alan Mulder. He was kind of like the, the, the manager oh, of the studio. Oh, yeah. That's, so yeah. there's a few of these. So I'm going to put them um, up on the website. It's pretty interesting. But I found that on, just like on the sidebar of NinWiki. Just chilling, so pretty neat. But that's all I have to say about this because I didn't love this song in the first place. So I really don't have anything. Well, I like the way that the journal sort of takes you into the the mood of the studio because yeah. it, it's almost as if like an actor is approaching a really difficult scene where like, all right, you're mm-hmm. finding out your mom's dead, or you're finding out, you know, that you know what you thought was going on is not what's going on. Right. Or, or even just an actor approaching like a sex scene. All right, we need to keep everything like on this level. Right. You know, they're sort of maintaining this uncomfortableness because it has to be genuine. Right. So that's cool. That is very cool. I, yeah. was, I like having that like behind the scenes look. What do they call it? Cinema verite. Oh. <laughs> well. Just throwing some French at you. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Thank you. Yeah. Our listeners are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe Claire didn't know that was a thing. Um, yeah, should we... Can we move on? Wait, wait, hang on. Oh, go ahead. You and me, we're in this together now. Until the very end of you. Until the very end of meow. Wow. That's that's my favorite way to sing it. The very end of meow. Yep. Do you sing this to my cat when I'm around? Yeah, constantly. Yeah. Yeah, Just hold him up. I hold up his little paw paws. Just like, all right, Oliver, listen, she's going to be home in a couple of hours, (laughs) and she's going to want to pet you, and she's going to want to rub you, and you're going to want to sleep, so I just want you to know that we're in this together, okay? I understand. And look, I know you're uncomfortable, but that's what I need right now for this scene to be genuine. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I figure we can probably bounce. Let's Let's, uh, let's skip over to 10 Miles High. So this is a song I actually heard a bunch before I actually... uh, got into Fragile. It was just one of those tracks that was out there on LimeWire. Oh, really? Back in the day. Yeah. I, um... Turn it up. Well, you're talking. You're talking? Are you done talking? Never. I didn't listen to it on this album, but I listened to it a lot on Things Falling Apart. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. What's he getting closer to? God. To being as high as he wants to be. But yeah, it's always confusing if it's like the protagonist is is trying to like express something or achieve something. We don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Kind of for some reason, this makes me think of uh, Elmer Fudd. What? Uh, I'm getting closer. Stop it. All the time. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Had to. I really enjoy the build of this song in headphones. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> I'm recording the fragile. Stop. Uh, right. That's it. Very saucy bassline. I like this little thing that comes in. I assume a guitar? Yeah. I don't know instruments all that well. I'm like, I think it's a guitar, but like, it could be anything. Yeah, I mean, Trent is known for coaxing sound out of pretty much anything. Yep. 
give him anything and he'll make a noise with it. But yeah, this sounds like a really bent guitar string. Mm -hmm. Ten miles high? Actually, not that high. I mean, it's pretty high. <laughs> like, commercial airliners fly at about six miles high. But the world record of the highest uh, freefall jump is, in fact, 22 miles high. Oh, right. So he's less than half that high. Okay, but when was that freefall jump? Oh, that was recent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe Red Bull wasn't sponsoring <laughs> <laughs> how high Trent was getting at the time. Why does Red Bull sponsor these things? It's like get hopped up on caffeine and then attempt suicide. Because Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, you know, <laughs> didn't quite click until right now. <laughs> now I'm the dumb uh, one. I hate myself for even having this conversation. Okay, so... I've always really liked this song. It's a little bit different from the remix that I'm used to, but we'll get to that uh, next week. Yay, I love things falling apart. Um, so there was some q and I'm not sure where it was, but somebody wrote, I noticed on the 10 Miles High version, off of things falling apart, the intro of the song is also on the fragile, actually played backwards, where we hear I'm getting closer. What was the purpose of hiding it into the fragile like that and exposing it in the new album? Um... So it's between The Mark Has Been Made and, and Please. So Trent Reznor says, 10 Miles High was a full song that had three completely different sets of lyrics and choruses uh, during the chorus chorus of its lifespan. <laughs> when it came time to put the fragile together and decide what? And decide what was going to... I can't even like read right now. Going to get kept, that song took the bullet. Uh, but we left the remainder of it on there, and we put one of the versions on the vinyl version of The Fragile. Mm. So, yeah. So there's a few places where you could find this track, but it is kind of buried, and its production history was very spotty. Oh. Hmm? There are other versions with varying degrees of embarrassing lyrics yeah. <laughs> that are floating around the vaults here. Interesting. Yeah, I think this song kind of walks the line between being like really deep, dark, and dangerous, and then also kind of corny. Yeah. It's hard to tell where it falls. Yeah, absolutely. But I do like when the guitar line comes in and kind of completes it. Do, 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 do. Mm -hmm. It makes it an actual song instead of just stomping and flapping. Yeah, totes. But it has this kind of death march vibe. He's like, he must get this high. Mm -hmm. He must get that high. He must. Oh, um, really important fact about being 10 miles high is uh, stratospheric circulation, which is the quasi-biennial oscillation in the tropical latitudes, which is driven by gravity waves that are convectively generated in the troposphere. Did you know that? I spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Yep. Um, later on, he does say he made it. He got 10 miles high. So I think ultimately it's an optimistic song. Yeah. He, he wants to be 10 miles high becomes 10 miles high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Proud of you, Trent um, I'm proud of you. I think, and at the end, it says... Uh, Just keep talking. There's a, a chorus of people saying, tear it all down. Uh-huh. I it. wonder if it's the Buddha Voice Choir, if they got a bunch of drunkards from the bar to come in again. Probably. Because that's what it sounds like, very uh, disjointed and, and uh, aharmonic. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're listening to The New Flesh. Eat fresh. Long live the new flesh. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Cronenberg influence. 
I just realized, because they talked about watching Crash in the journals. Oh, yeah. Cronenberg. Uh-huh. And then New Flesh is from Videodrome, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I have nothing. The only thing I have on this is that this song combined with Pinion is used in the beginning of the Fragility Tour. Like, the opening of their tour. Oh. Right before Turbler. If you listen closely, you can hear Trent Reznor hitting a joint. Let me turn it up. That is the deep analysis you got from Trent Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Two stalwart fans and scholars devoted to giving you the inside scoop. Yeah. I think my favorite aspect of this remix is the faint car alarm sound you hear in the background oh. mixed with the ice cream truck. Wow. Yeah. Never noticed that before. Yeah. Yep. It seems really genuine. Yeah. It seems really, uh, I keep saying genuine. Yeah. Right. It seems very dis. It's, it's it's very natural to his New Orleans setting. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I have a friend on a secret mission to go find uh, Igor's Buddha Bar. Oh, nice. Buddha Belly, which is where Trent or his crew recruited uh, a bunch of drunken revelers to, uh-huh. to come and sing on Starfuckers. Yeah, awesome. So the bar still exists. No word yet on what remains of nothing studios uh-huh. so a buddy of mine is going to see if there's like a mausoleum or what it was a funeral parlor that became nothing across like, the street you across mean? the street yeah. who knows what it is now so he's gonna go snoop around and snap a few pictures for us ideally fun yeah got an inside man Yeah, I mean, right as the jam hits its apex, it just sort of gets overrun by this noise. It's like Trent switched on a margarita mixer without warning anybody. <laughs> and there's, I'll leave it. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah. This concludes part one of We're In This Together. Halo 15, part one. Now, Halo 15, part two. Meow. Right. So we got the radio edit of We're In This Together. Can't wait to do this again. It's a little bit faster, but barely detectable. There's just a bit less of a build. Yeah, see? It blends nicely. Yeah. Yeah. And then it jumps right into the vocals. Yeah, it's a little bit jarring, because this is like, you know, it's kind of a... It's a song that requires you to be in that mood, you know? Uh-huh. But just it's kind just of sort like, of like, all right, now you're there. Quickly pulls you. Like, how weird would it be to actually listen to Wearing This Together on the radio? I can't picture it. I can't either. I guess because I, I didn't, um, I didn't listen to it on the radio. So, yeah. I sort of have an impression for this. Oh. Because I had to amuse myself somehow listening to Wearing This Together for, like, the fifth time. Yeah. Here we go. 
you and me, we're in this together now. Oh wait, fuck, I lost it. Who is William it? William Shatner. No. Oh. You, you ever heard Shatner sing? I've heard Shatner yeah. on the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Watching fate as it flows down a path we have chosen. It, it keeps going into a walk-in. Yeah. It starts out in Shatner and it yeah. goes to walk-in. Yeah, but I like what you're doing. Yeah. I like it, where I like it. could use some development as with yeah, most but you of know my what? impressions. It's, it's beautiful. I'm Thank a little you. bit happier with my Elmer Fudd from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> as weird as that is. Quite. We will make it through somehow. <laughs> He's just always playing with the, the rhythm in ways that yeah. he needs not play. <laughs> Addiction is just like, what do you, oh, wait, what, what, <laughs> why? Alright. I don't want to do this again. Can we move on? Picture yourself <laughs> on a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. <laughs> Alright. Alright. So, I mean, we've pretty much covered this to death. To death. But we've also. Nah, nah, nah. Ugh. It's almost as like I wanted to play Crazy Frog over this. Ding, <laughs> ding, ba ding, ding, ding. Like, why, Trent? Who does this sound good to? What are you trying to accomplish? I'm alarmed that this is becoming more and more of a regular feature on the show. <laughs> I kind of like it. I don't think anything is going to work as well as Sweet Freedom. I don't even know what happened there. <laughs> it was beautiful. This is kind of good, though. Actually. <laughs> oh my god, I do remember this. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Claire's gonna have to put that on the blog so yep. that you know what we're <laughs> laughing like idiots about. The crazy frog bros. Alright, let's just. How long does this gnaw go? Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Well. So now it comes into this actually listenable portion. Right, and like... It's like he wanted to punish his fans for buying this. Right. It reminded me of like... Like being on the playground in like third grade and like the boys would pick on you. And it would be like really annoying, but like in private they'd be like, No, it's because I like you. So like you have to go through this agonizing like, Nah, 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 just to get to like this really sweet side of something. It's not worth it in the long run. How much angst Claire in middle school being <laughs> flirted with with all the boys who don't know how how to be a gentleman yet. Right. Oh, we didn't announce what song this is, did we? This is the day the world went away quiet. We all know. We've done this before. We yeah, talked this... about this at least well once, but I feel like it's was been. Was it on? It was on because there's the day the world went away. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we did this with your mom, I think. Oh yeah. Oh nice. How nice. Your mother. But yeah, they kind of 
expand the sound a little bit. They add some more vocals from uh, a female backup singer, which show up on the chorus. And I legitimately have, if it weren't for this podcast, I would never have gotten this far into this fucking song. <laughs> I never have in the past. I mean, I admire our dedication. <laughs> At a certain point, it does become like, you know, we're trying to scale this mountain of Trent's releases. Yeah. And even though we want to stop, we can't. Yeah. We just look up and we're like, is it worth it? I mean, we can still see year zero on the horizon, which makes me happy. I don't know if you're quite as excited. I love year zero. You love year I absolutely We both love, love year, year zero, zero, everybody. I think year zero is the last Nine Inch Nails album that had filled me with so much joy. It's the last one that really seems to fit in this arc of his work, you mm-hmm. know? Because, yeah, then, like, the slip and hesitation marks seems to be, like, a different band. Like, trying yeah, to do different Yeah, two different things. bands. Yeah. Two very different bands. Perhaps yeah. even a Bowie Tin Machine situation where he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to take this in a different direction. I'm just going to be part of this bigger picture. Right. But, oh well. Anyway. I like this. It's aight. It's aight. I give it a... I give it a... 6 out of 10. 6? Yep. Are we done? No. Of course not. Are we done? Do you think we're done? Do you think it's ever done? But it's just, it's so delicate. I kind of like it. I wonder how they coach the bassist on this one. All right, like, just barely touch the strings. Mm Mm-hmm. got a note. Uh, this song is among the many Nine Inch Nails songs to have had a video project planned, but then eventually scrapped. Oh. Uh, the video, which was partially finished, apparently showed images of a funeral. Uh, parts of the video appeared as an Easter egg on the DVD version of And All That Could Have Been, which we will also cover. Uh-huh. Um, and I have a quote, I think, from Alan Mulder. A lot of these apocryphal quotes, I think, are just Alan Mulder, because uh-huh. he was, he was kind of like coach at the studio. Um, so the video was black and white. I've seen rushes of it. It featured a funeral, Trent at the funeral, in the style of November Rain. Mm -hmm. I thought, I also saw footage of a black-haired, beautiful girl. She really did stand out, because the other people had this common, non-specific type of face. Um, It was Trent attending a funeral and seeing this girl. Then he follows her. That's about all I can remember. Trent thought it was too personal because of the connection of the song with his grandmother, so that's why we never got to see it. So they, I guess, had, had this video in the works, and then Trent got hit with some feels, and I was like, you know what? I don't think so. It wouldn't yeah. wouldn't be right to the memory of my grandmother. Right. I respect that. You know? I like that he continues to follow black-haired, beautiful girls. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> yeah, he met Maraqueen at a funeral. <laughs> She's hot. Anyway. <laughs> a, fu- a funeral for Trent Reznor's bachelor live-in. Woo! Yeah. I don't know well, how I mean, they met. That sort of just happened out of nowhere. We'll get there, though, because I feel yeah. like... That's still a mystery to me. I'm going to yeah. have to do some digging and figure out when they cross paths. Yeah. Which will probably come into play somewhere around. Maybe the slip. Yeah, something like that. Well, yeah. Is this and we will cover how to destroy angels. Well. Oh, of course, of course, of course. And, all their, and all their hit song. <laughs> <laughs> they had, like, one good one. They had two good ones. 
All right, so now we're about to jump into the day the world went away. Porter Ricks. Ugh. I mean, yay. Yeah, let's turn this shit up. So it's like a German dance pop duo that heard the world went away and were like, you know what? This is missing. It just needs little, oh, little, little bit of dance rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are German and we, we love to dance. The more sad the song, the more we love to dance to it. <laughs> this is why naturally we love song about dead grandmother. Oh god. <laughs> like they could like listen to this beat. There's just it could be any song. It could be literally any song on earth. Literally, and the lyrics don't sound right. They sound out of place. <laughs> Yeah, like, I wonder how Trent chooses his collaborators. Like, this was a European release, so I could see how maybe working with a German duo of remix artists, sure, maybe that's going to be what that demographic will uh, just get huge boners for. But it doesn't do a lot for me. I mean, it's, no. it's, it's, you know, it's got that sort of hypnotic, like, you can dance to it. Your little, your little goffy stare at the floor and stomp back and forth thing. Yeah, but even at a goth club, this song would be boring. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a banger. Like I feel like this is what you would put behind another. Like you, you would like take this and be like, okay, this sounds good. Now let's put like some Depeche Mode song on top of it. All right, now we got a dance beat. <laughs> oh no, what it would be is like you, you walk into like in, in a movie. You walk into a dance club and it's going crazy. And then you go into the back office where, like, whatever shady mob deal is going down. And then you just hear this. And there's, like, some girl dancing on the on the desk while some shady mob deal is happening. Sure. There's always a girl dancing on the desk. What I mean is this is, like, the muted, like, back room version yeah. of what a dance club would sound like. Yep. This is, like, a dance song behind, like, you know, 18 inches of concrete. I feel like there's a Depeche Mode song that I had in mind and I can't remember what it's called. And I want to put it on top of this, but I can't think of it. Oh, we should stick with this long enough to hear someone drop a mic stand. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Where are we at right now? Oh, who knows. I can't tell. There it is. <laughs> okay, let's go back and... 1409. Oh, there it is again. Let's just... I'm actually liking it more. Yep. Somebody dropped something. Or it's like Trent comes in with a stack of pizza boxes like, Hey guys, how's the remix going? Blunk. Alright. I'm going to try to put this Depeche Mode song on top of it. Here we go. Alright. Here's our segment, Songs Over Songs. <laughs> They just beat Matt. Nope, nope, now they're gritting again. <laughs> they were there for a minute. I know. <laughs> nope, it DJ Claire in the house! <laughs> <laughs> it was better in my head. So, what song are you playing over this now? Sea of Sin. 
gets the more you can see that deep in the mix there's some guitars and there's some tasty things happening but it's still really but yeah why like it is only the day the world went away in name well they do like awkwardly drop more lyrics at the end here we go yeah that's not us we're not doing it this time (laughs) no (laughs) That sounds terrible. Yeah, it doesn't fit in any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> like, I liked my Depeche Mode remix way more. Yeah. So, um, what we could do while this continues uh, is do a little ad. Right, let's throw you an ad. Um, so yeah. We could do an ad for the damage cast did the way they did one for us. I mean, I know that we played their ad on our last show, but we actually listened to the episode. What did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. how long was it? These it guys... Yeah, it was a very long episode. At some point, we did get up and do the dishes. And <laughs> No, I, I admire it. These guys have stamina. Like... It was great, though. It. Um... So, Jesse and Josh are two self-described nerds uh-huh. who talk a lot about video games and video game culture. Yeah. Um, they go in-depth in some reviews. They also talk about a lot of new stuff I didn't know. Uh-huh. So it's, it's kind of a useful hotline for a lot of, of nerd uh, events in the world. Yeah. And it was it was entertaining. It was nice getting their take. Um, what is that new Blizzard game that everybody said I should play? Overwatch. Overwatch. I kept wanting to say Overcast. It's Overcast outside, but <laughs> Overwatch. But yeah. yeah. I, I like the way they host. They're very quick, very funny. Yeah. Love to have them on the show sometime. Wink, wink, wink. I actually got into a nice little Twitter convo with Jesse, who oh. apparently loves the slip and is interested. Oh, that's so far away. Or not the slip. Not the slip. Um, year Zero. Why do I keep thinking the slip? Who loves the slip? Do you love the slip? Be on our show. Uh, year Zero. So Jesse loves I, I think Year a, Zero. There's a case to be made for the slip. Yeah. So somewhere in mid-June... July. Somewhere in mid-July, we'll have <laughs> Jesse of Extra Damage Cast. Is that what it is? I think, yes. Yeah. On our show. Give it a um, listen. You'll find them on the Benview Network. Yeah. And I'll throw the, a link to their site on the website. Um, anything else that we should plug while we're in our little... So, apologies. We did not release a piggyback playlist. Oh, yeah. I got too busy with work. I knew I would, but I made promises anyway. But hey. Classic. It's coming. It's coming. I'm going to do it. I mean, it. this was also released in 99, so technically we're not even late yet. Nice. Right? Same year. Yep. So Claire's going to compile a playlist of all of uh, all the music she yeah, was listening to not, in 99. Yeah, but just a playlist of hits in general. And then I'll try to force Shia to figure out what songs we're listening to. That can only end great. Yeah. I mean, I, ha- I have to imagine that as we're getting closer to now... You're going to start recognizing some of these songs. Did uh, Will Smith have an album this year? 
<laughs> Were we getting jiggy with it? No. Men in Black was like 95. When did getting jiggy with it come out? I don't even... My superpowers do not work with Will Smith albums. 1997. Seven. Oh, darn. That is a nice little thumbnail for that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, do you want to take a break and throw in another ad for Benview? Double dip? Yeah, let's double dip. Why All right. Not? So, stay tuned, Res Nerds. Right after this ad for another wonderful podcast on the Benview Network. Yes. Hey, Res Nerds. Want to listen to something a little less angsty? Check out this podcast from the Benview Network. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire. Indiana of the Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic 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 Lost World. Saving Jurassic. Private AI. Minority. Catch Michelle Intelligence. The War of the Indiana Jones. The Adventures of Sinton. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Ben on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. And welcome back. Well, yeah, I sure would love to listen to that. Oh, for um, sure. Oh, but before we move on in, uh, oh God, what is the name of this Halo? We're in this together. We're in this together, part three. <laughs> I, I wanted to throw in a quick how much angst. Okay. So you recall in The Day the World Went Away Quiet, Trent Reznor has that whole part where he goes, um, what does he do? Nah, 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 nah. So, I believe that has the angst of a vampire who is so lame, he must sing his own theme music. <laughs> like he's coming in your window, nah, 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 get out of here. <laughs> Not this guy again. <laughs> he's unbearable. <laughs> um, anyway, so now we're about to hear, uh, oh, we're in this together. You yet again. Alright. This version sounded different to me. Yeah. It's very soft. Yeah, you can tell they did something with the... I don't know what they tweaked with the guitars. Very subtle. Uh-huh. I like it, though. It's it's very raw. Mm. It's a little more minimal. Yeah. Almost sounds like just one person. I feel like he really, like, took charge of his vocals, like, in a way that he never had before in this, too. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a different mix, isn't it? Yeah, this is the... Oh, it doesn't say what mix it is. I believe this is the Tara Rice mix. The Tara Rice mix. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how they played with those levels. It sounds just like a woman in a guitar. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Produced in Toronto. Oh. Interesting note. All right, so this is not We're In This Together. This is... Well, this is We're In This Together. So, this is songstress Tara Rice. <laughs> we just found this on YouTube. <laughs> I like what she does with the chorus. Yeah. Oh, this make me think of... It makes me think of some female song, but I can't... It's not coming. Maybe like a Jewel song. 
But I mean, I like it because it sort of gives the story a different tinge of like a young woman in the music industry who's like wanting to make it, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to Trent who's like trying to figure out what to do with his artistic legacy or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, so that was fun. Anyway. <laughs> we could not listen to it a third time. <laughs> yeah, it's the, is it the standard or the radio edit on part three? I don't even fucking know. I don't even know. I closed out the tab that had the information. I feel like it's just... The song again. It doesn't... I think this is the original mix, because it doesn't immediately jump into... Well, it's not the radio mix, yeah. because we just I think had it's, it's the standard mix. Okay. So even on the same three-CD three set, they decided to have the same mix twice. Really pumping that song. And how. This is Complications of the Flesh, which is a remix by Danny Loner of, uh, what is it, New Flesh? Yes. And Complications. Yes. Got it? Yes. So it's a mix of the two. Yep. Yeah, what would you call that? A mashup? A mersherp. Oh yeah, it is a mashup, I guess. So yeah, it's got the... Which I really like. You would. It's great to get your groove on. Which groove exactly? All the grooves. <laughs> oh yeah, my <laughs> my note for the weirdness together is no, not again. <laughs> and indeed, we did not listen to it again. Yeah. I don't love this. I got very bored of it very fast. Um. It just kind of like, felt... It's kind of like a loungier mix, once it actually gets into it. That's the thing, every one of these songs has like a huge epilogue, or I guess a prologue, whichever one comes first. Bro. Yeah, you need, it's got like a huge appetizer before the actual song. But the actual little drum mix is cool. Like I would play this at like my upscale like gourmet coffee shop or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Oop, I swore. Oop. We never swear on this show. Oh, we did make some uh, fun iTunes corrections. For those of you confused why episode 10 was not six hours long, it's because we had a little typo. No One hour and 348 minutes long. Yep. <laughs> I was tired when I was doing that. All right. Like, I like this. It's very mellow. I feel like this makes my loner boner a little soft. Really? I love it. Oh, there's even a point in there where there's like... There's like a, a Ric Flair. Woo! What? Yeah. I swear there's a woo. <laughs> it is kind of unclear what he's trying to accomplish with this. But I like the sort of toned down. Because I mean, it's like... It's like a little edgy, but it's mostly chill. That must be Loner on the keys, right? Because that doesn't sound like Trent playing. I don't know. Yeah, every sample is like a weird little animal, like, in the ecosystem of this song. This you is that... freaky! This feels to me like... Like, Danny Loner has a huge crush on Trent Reznor, so he made this weird compilation of give-it-to-me's. 
Oh, wait, hang just on. Just to hear his voice. Is Danny Loner the Ringo of Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> like, the adorable little mascot, and he's like, I'd like to make a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he is. Aww. Except he's way more attractive than Ringo's time. I don't know, Ringo in his day. That nose. No, just kidding. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got a nose like a battering ram. <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of Portis heady, isn't it? A little bit. It's got a little bit of that trip hop feel to it, yeah. Which is something I do appreciate. Yeah, and it reminds me of. I mean, of, it uh, came out then when it came out, so of course it's going to. What was that sneaker pimps mix that we liked? Of Six Underground? No, no. Back in the day, um, it was one of the remix albums that had that kind of like trip hoppy to it, drip to it. We should just put. We should make. We should start making little. Nine Inch Nails playlist. Oh, the Nine Inch Nails but... song that yes. had a sneaker pimps riff. Yes. What I'm saying is we should start making little playlists that have sort of the same flavor to them. Yeah. Because you know, there's a lot of these tracks that sort of like come out of nowhere, have a certain sound to them, uh-huh. and then disappear. Yeah. So like, if we could bring them all together, I think we could almost make like little mixtapes. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. That would be cool. We should do that. Yeah. We Cause... have a Spotify account, so as long as they're... For a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. There's a Trent Talk Pod Spotify account. It's where I put the piggyback playlist. Come, do you friend people on, what, what do you do on Spotify? No, people you just follow. 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 Yeah. So if you follow us on Spotify, we'll put together some playlists. That'll be fun. Chaw. Chaw. Oh my God. Give it to me and then make it stop. Mm. Oh yeah. Make it stop! Did we miss that already? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is this done yet? <laughs> Our excitement knows no bounds. No, this still has like a whole minute. Another, another, yeah. There it is. <laughs> how, how do you not like this? There's, not, there's nothing much to hate. It's boring. Ah, well. You can Excuse make, me. You can make it stop if you need to. Make it stop. Well, I know you don't want to listen to The Perfect Drug. I mean, I think of any song in, <laughs> in the Reznorverse, I have changed my mind the most about Perfect Drug. Because oh. I hated it. Hated it! But part of that was because Trent also didn't like it. So, oh, I, was, so, so I, was, I was listening to it with that in mind, where, like, Trent even doesn't like this song. Uh-huh. Uh, but then also, like, in the music video, he has that dumbass mustache and goatee combo. He's adorable. Stop which it. Which does not work. And, um, and then, yeah, the actual song, like, the drum and bass parts of it are just, I don't. I'm yeah. not into it. Uh, but there's, there's moments in it that are actually pretty all right. So, yeah, here's what Trent Reznor had to say about it. At the time, I was listening to a lot of drum and bass and jungle stuff, and I think that's the most I've ever seen external influence come out of my own music. And it was a transition period. That's what I want to stress. It was a time when I was feeling out what I wanted to do artistically and given the liberation of working within the context of a soundtrack, it's not like a major work. I always treated that as an area to be freer and try things. I'm glad it was in that context. There, were never, there was never any consideration to include it on The Fragile. It really was an area where I was feeling out the landscape to see what I wanted to do. All right. 
I think we actually may have done that exact quote in another cast. Oh, did we? Yeah, I mean, yeah, at, least, at least the... Because that's how I knew it was drum and bass. Because, like, that's what it sounds like. The boom, boom, kish, ba boom, ba boom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, confirmed drum and bass influence. I just like how weird it is. Yeah, it's... Yeah, this part's... Yeah, you can't hate this part. Yeah. And this is the only version of the song that actually ends. Um, Previously, the song just abruptly gets cut off at the end. So for that reason, I've always had just this track from this album, this We're In This Together, part three, on my my iPod. He doesn't say that. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah, here's the quote I pulled for Trent Reznor saying this is not his favorite. Um, on April 6th, 2005, okay, wait, first of all, I gotta say, this song was like a gigantic hit in a specific market. Can you guess where? The UK. Nope. Where? Give me one more guess. I don't know. It would be the place you would least expect. Canada. <laughs> this, this was a gigantic hit in Canada. It was on the chart for like 206 weeks. Wow. Um, Wheezy. Um, on April 6, wow. 2005, despite this song's fast-moving worldwide success while presenting the while presenting the late-night BBC Radio 1 rock show in the UK, Trent Reznor responded to the question, which piece of your own work are you least satisfied with and why? By saying, um, the only thing I think I didn't really like that much was a perfect drug song. It was one of those things where you have a week to do a track for a movie, and the mindset that you kind of adapt in that situation, right? Or I did, was let's go in and experiment and see what happens. It's not, you know, whatever comes out of it. It's not the end of the world. And I think that what came out of it, Mary, with a bloated, over-budget music video, Claire. Shut up. Music video. Shut up. Um, I think it's adorable. It feels like the, the least thing that I would play for somebody if they said to me, you know, play the top hundred songs that you've written. It wouldn't be in the top hundred. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cringing about it, but it's not my favorite piece. So, I mean, that's about how I feel about it. But, I mean, listening to it again, like, the the first time the chorus hits is great. This part is grap. Grap? This part is grap. <laughs> this part is grap. Um, <laughs> Utter and complete crap. Great crap. Um, but the the closing before it does the whispery bit is pretty good. Once it hits the whispery bit, I'm still I'm not a fan again. Really? Yeah, it's, I guess it's like I guess it's because of my my interest in this song goes back and forth so much. Like it's I'm into it, I'm not. I'm into it, I'm not. You know. Hmm. I don't like this part very much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, did you know this was released as a track on one of those uh, rock band games? Yeah. So you can play along? Yeah. Which must be hell on the drummer. I mean, there's no way the drummer's playing this song. On expert mode, you gotta play the orange drum, too. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of like the washed out guitar here. Which I guess is the whispery yeah. part. Yeah. I love this part. Because it feels like withdrawal. Yeah. Or like with come down. I guess when without you everything falls apart comes in, I like it less. I'm very picky about this song.
Although, if someone was the perfect drug, without them, wouldn't wouldn't things not fall apart? Like, that would be the perfect drug, is where there's no consequence. Well, there's no such thing. Yeah. So, your perception of the perfect drug is still of an imperfect drug. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that wraps up the album. Yeah, I mean, that's it for Nine Inch Nails this week. Uh, no. Thank you very much for Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Good night. Stop! <laughs> We're not done! We're not done. <laughs> Um, yes. So first of all... A couple more things to discuss. Since we're still talking about The Fragile, I see here on the sidebar of YouTube, because neither of us have this album on our computers, um, there is an Into the Void 8-bit. Did we do this last oh, time? Oh, no. So it's an 8-bit remix of the song Into the Void. The full single, it looks like. So it does Into the Void and We're in This Together. Did this come out in 99? Oh, and... Oh, wow. This has... So this is the Ooh. 8-bit version of Into the Void, We're in This Together, The Perfect Drug, and La Mer. I love chiptune. It's one of my favorite little micro-genres. Yeah. Crank it. Crank it. This would be like for the 9-inch nails NES game. 9-inch <laughs> NES. Love that fart synth. keep this out of the background. Um, I thought that since we're still in 1999, we could start talking about the Meathead Perspective. What is the Meathead Perspective? So, back in 99, um, I don't really even know, I guess, the whole story of this guy, but some guy on the NinHotline.com started making uh, blog posts and cartoons and things, sort of making fun of Trent, but obviously, like, as a fan of Trent. Right. A reverent mockery. Yep. Um, so it kind of starts off just like leading up to the release of The Fragile and being right, all the excited first about it. Right, in 99. Um, so then when The Fragile comes out, in Dece- on December 1st, 1999, he has one of my favorite little blog posts called It Stinks. And I'm just going to read you a few parts of it. Since The Fragile was released, it's been received mostly favorable reviews. It's been receiving mostly favorable reviews, and rightly so. But there are a select few critics who have decided to push the mob handles that are stuck up their asses a little further and slam the new Nin album into the ground. So just to be an idiot, I'll jump on their little bandwagon for a few minutes. This is called, Trent Reznor is a talentless slob. (laughs) Meathead's anal retentive thumbs down review of The Fragile. Well, I finally got around to listening to The Fragile, the latest rock epic from Nine Inch Nails. After enduring over two agonizing hours of listening to Trent Reznor piss and moan and groan about God knows what over what sounds like various household appliances malfunctioning, I immediately burned the album and had my CD player sterilized, just to be sure that there was no residue left over from the sheer awfulness of this atrocious recording. Perhaps this album is better viewed in a humorous light, in the same vein as Leonard Nimoy sings. Bilbo! Bilbo (laughs) Baggins. Nobody could seriously make music this bad, right? Unfortunately, though, I think he is serious. And then in the very end of the article, I love. If Mr. Reznor had any basic common sense whatsoever, he'd try harder to emulate the great Barry Manilow. Unlike Reznor, Manilow writes music with meaning. Timeless classics, (laughs) that one 
can never get tired of listening to. Honestly. Do you think it's just coincidence that you'll hear Mandy playing at your local supermarket before you ever hear Somewhat Damaged? There you go. To give an even better example, let's just compare some of Reznor lyrics to Barry's, shall we? Do you want to be Barry? Sure. Hey, Mumbo, did your mama teach you that? Hey, Mumbo, did she know what she begat? Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> Do it again. Hey, Mumbo, hey, Mumbo, hey, Mumbo. <laughs> Compared to it even deeper. Do you want to do that one too? I woke up today <laughs> to find myself in the other place. The trail of my footprints from where I ran away. Seems like everything I've heard just might be true. And you know me or you think you do. Sometimes I have everything. Yet I wish I felt something! And you can clearly see the glaring contrast between Barry's lyrical genius and Trent's cliche-ridden drivel. I hope you can understand why I hate this album so very, very much, and absolutely, positively do not listen to it every day by myself when nobody's looking. And I am not ugly. Thank you, Meathead. So I'm going to throw that up, um, and we're going to be revisiting some of Meathead moving forward. Can I, um... Yeah. Can I make a quick note? Yeah. So Meathead is no longer active. Right. Um, he was he or she was posting he. a ton. Uh, probably he yeah. uh, was posting a ton of stuff from 1999 to 2009. Mm-hmm. So like a 10 year run. Yeah. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. But then uh, he has a post up there saying that he's done mm-hmm. uh, because he's in his 30s now, and the idea of still writing jokes about nine inch nails when I'm 40 scares the shit out of me. <laughs> um, so fortunately, we are before that bubble. Yep. Are we yep. going to get out of this thing before one of us turns 30? No. There's not 52 more weeks. I don't... I know, but, like, we're going to have something to talk about. I feel like... Well, okay. Let's see. How many total halos are there? There's, like, in in the 30 range. And we're, like, 15. Uh-huh. Because mid-June is when we're going to be talking about... Yeah, I mean... Hopefully this podcast wraps up before I'm 30. Oh, I just got really sad thinking about, <laughs> it, about it being over. I mean, once we get through the halos, there's soundtracks, there's collaborations. We, yeah. might, we might even double back, listen to Marilyn Manson. This... We're not going to double back and listen to, listen to Marilyn Manson, okay? We're not doing it. Only, on, only onward. We're not doing it. We do need to talk about Quake, though. We did skip over oh, Quake. Oh, jeez. So we are going to have to do a little Oh, jeez. Let's actually just save Quake for when we get into soundtracks. Because sound- yeah. I don't think soundtracks are halos. Ooh, this is good. Down the path. <laughs> Love it. This is my favorite mix of this. It's fresh now. This is great. It's like I'm playing Spelunky. Ever play Spelunky? No. We're talking about video games. Oh, uh, we have a quote from Trent Reznor doing an interview in 99 that kind of sums up his whole artistic journey into the fragile. Yeah, let's play that really quick. Yeah, yeah, it's a good quote. And and it's a good little sample of Trent just being an uncomfortable, fidgy little cutie. Yeah. Talking about his music. His hair looks so bad. Yeah, his hair looks not great. And he's in like just a black t-shirt on pretty much the Canadian equivalent of MTV. Much music, Sur- yeah. Surrounded by a bunch of sad-looking kids also wearing black with weird bad hair. Well, I, um, when we finished down with Spiral Tour, which took a long time, it was over two years of touring, 
Then I went right into doing a Manson album, and I found myself pretty disenchanted with everything. And uh, musically, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. On the business side of music, I, I started hating, and I realized what my job had become. I, I really disliked um, what it turned into on a number of levels. So the, when I started The Fragile, it was about me re rediscovering that I love music. and. Uh, Forgetting about all the crap that comes with it, but just getting back to really making music. It seems almost on and, the brink of um, tears. Yeah. I felt that I'd kind of emerged from the downward spiral somewhat in a somewhat damaged, in Ooh. somewhat damaged state. And I wanted to make a record that wasn't, um, it wasn't made of steel, and it wasn't invulnerable, but it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a tough thing. It, had, it was frail by its nature. And the title came first. And then I just started um, exploring my own subconscious, see what came out, and it turned into this sprawling thing that um, I thought would be fairly long, demanding listen of people. But that's that's what I really wanted to do. So cool. Um, we have cool. a question uh, from Conrad. <laughs> oh, Conrad. Conrad. Oh, oh, yeah. One of the fans gets to ask questions. I'd like to know what aspects of classical music do you incorporate with your music? Incorporate, sorry. <laughs> Um, I, I studied all right, that was pretty much yeah, all I wanted to hear, but uh, we should post a, a, a picture of Conrad because he's... <laughs> we'll, we'll post the whole interview. He is a specimen. <laughs> Stop it. He does kind of have that Columbine look to him. Yep. Uh, womp womp. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe we should talk a little bit about, I mean, in upcoming episodes, like the controversy courted by Manson and, uh, and Reznor. In the wake of like school shootings and things like that, didn't we talk about it last time? I think we, yeah, we probably deal with dealt with it. We can dive back into it though. But it would be cool to see if there's a page out there like mom against moms against nine inch nails. Oh my god! I mean, be, let's look into that for sure. That's is my mom a member? I don't think your mom really knew what nine inch nails was. True. All right. So let's. Yeah, let's wrap up. Tell them where to find us on the internet. Yeah. You can find us on the internet. Twitter at TrentTalkPod. Facebook.com slash TrentTalkPod. Gmail us at TrentTalkPod at gmail.com. Um, we're on the Benview Network, which is BenviewNetwork.com slash TrentTalkPod. What? What were you going to do? Lies! That's not lies. I know. You fucking soundboard. <laughs> and then, if you rate and review us on iTunes... We'll sing you a fucking song. Yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> and yeah, is that it? Um, I think that's it. Cool. Join us next week. Um, Claire will get a piggyback playlist out to you as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And next uh, couple days. next week we'll be hitting Halo 16. Looking forward to it. Which is things falling apart, which I love. And there's a possibility that uh jesse from extra damage cast might hey, want to talk hey, about it hey, but that'd be great that's just uh we haven't we'll we haven't we haven't booked it yet everything's in pencil you and your soundboard anyway this podcast right, is a guys, part of the benview network nine and you can find this and other podcasts like it at benviewnetworks.com <laughs>